0: Welcome to Season 2 of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kelby Bachman, and the song you just heard is a simple song by Chris Stapleton, and it is also the walkout song for the next guest on the show, Dane Pape. Dane was a product of Makokota High School. He was a four-time state place winner, finishing fourth, third, second, and second. Dane competed at the University of Iowa and lived out his dream of repping the black and gold singlet. Dane works back in Maquoketa, With his mom, dad, and brother, Cole. He also has some bird dogs, so hopefully he got a pheasant this year. Anyway, please sit back, relax, and enjoy Dane Pape. So what you been up to? Oh, just working, basically. Yeah? Yeah. You? School. School, basically. Yeah. What are you going for? So I'm going for uh sports media and communication nice yeah and you're from you monticello can... is that what i yeah so um i'm origi- I'm originally from Monona, m f l Okay. Mar-Mac, um but my junior year so two thousand eight i moved to monticello okay oh so, so yeah I wrestled macaoko a few times you know yeah yep yeah. so yeah, you guys kind of have um It's like a Carver-esque feel in your gym anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I was there, we didn't have that gym. But yeah, now we have a pretty
0: nice kind of Mm -hmm. ball gym. And yeah. So yeah, it's. I appreciate you doing this with me. Yeah. You know? Um, Yeah. So, you know, it's however long, 45 minutes to an hour. It might take a little bit longer. It just kind of depends on there's no hard limit we just kind of chat and wherever we end up we end up it's you know I have a few points to t- to talk about but if along the way we find ourselves doing talking about something else and so be it okay that sounds good yeah so the, the first thing I noticed here is so you have an earpiece in and yep. it's in your right ear does your uh, right ear not
1: have cauliflower ear or not uh, as much, much. yeah so, so is that
0: why it fits in there
1: Yeah. It fits in there. My other side, it probably wouldn't fit (laughs) very well. So yeah, my my one ear didn't get banged up as bad as the other.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Why do you think that is?
1: Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) my left ear when I was wrestling at Fargo, uh, once I, uh, uh, was having some ear problems before and I hit a guy's knee and uh it just blew up I uh was filling with blood and I had to actually have surgery up in Fargo in the emergency room because it was uh blood was getting in but wasn't getting out so my ear was about transparent through it was so they had to cut it open and drain it and fix the the blood supply and all that so uh that's probably one of the most painful things uh that I I had once that happened.
0: I was just ready to be done with that match, but yes. So you, okay. So it, it it blew up and you're still wrestling. Then you still had to continue the match.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yep. Continuing match got off and it was just kept getting bigger and bigger. So my dad took me to the emergency room and uh, they drained a bunch out of it, but it just kept filling up. So they put me down and uh, did a did a little surgery there, packed it and and that. But uh, no kidding. Yeah. So that's how that one kind of got got banged up. And I mean, my other one's a little has a little bit, but not, not bad. A lot of guys have it a lot worse than, than I do, but, uh, uh, that's probably my war story with that. But, uh, it was pretty painful at
0: the, at the time when it was filling up with blood and wasn't coming out. So. Yeah. I don't hear many stories like that where people have to one, go to the emergency room, but two have to get put to sleep and have surgery on the ear. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. Hmm. So. Yeah, it was uh, quite
1: the experience, so. (laughs) Yeah, what what year was that? I think that probably was my junior year. I think that that happened. Uh, I don't know. I can't. It all kind of runs together, but I would say that it's around my junior
0: year. Was Fargo – did you go to Fargo all the time, like you and Uh, and Cole? Was that kind of your – We
1: probably – I don't – I want to say probably between my – eighth grade and well no it would have been probably around my freshman year uh I would have went and Cole would have went I don't know if he went more than once uh is would have been his senior year and then uh I would have been a cadet and all American there and then uh one year I went I didn't place the other year had that year and that put me out and then um one year I didn't make it through skin checks. So far it wasn't wasn't always the best for me. So <laughs>
0: what do you mean you didn't make it through skin checks? Uh,
1: had a little skin issue uh from mm-hmm. uh training camp. So I got DQ'd when they did skin checks. So weighed wow. in, went through skin check and got I uh, guess red flagged and was done.
0: So got to go home. Wow. Yeah. They couldn't Ah, interesting normally I I figure they they tape around it or something yeah no I don't
1: know it's on my forehead and I mean I was cutting some weight pretty hard at that point during the summer I probably put off uh you know doing what I was supposed to so I was cutting pretty (laughs) hard at the end and uh yeah I just want to clear up so I got uh got red flagged and and booted from the tournament
0: so Geez, yeah. So you had a rough Fargo run there, like you were saying. (laughs) Yeah. So um your brother Cole, did you ever feel like at times you were in his shadow at all? Uh, Or
1: no, not really. I didn't really feel that I was in a shadow or anything. Uh I mean obviously he had some more success on the uh on the state side uh there, winning three titles. Uh, but I never felt like a shadow. I guess it probably more felt like we we're in it together than probably, uh, then, you know, did he do this or I did that kind of, I think he shared my accomplishments and I shared his, uh, so it never really looked like, uh, in the shadow and, uh, I guess, I don't know, like we had Eric Juergens, who was a four-time state champ from Maquoketa. So mm-hmm. uh, those were some pretty big shoes to fill anyways that probably weren't going to maybe happen happen for me, uh, especially after my freshman year when I didn't win. So, mm-hmm. I'd, you know, I didn't really ever feel like I was in the shadow, probably more felt like those guys had laid the tracks for me. So it was a little easier. I'd seen them have success. So it kind of had the plan laid out for me. I just needed to to
0: follow their footsteps, I guess. Yeah. And were you um, were you kind of always a bigger kid?
1: Yeah, I would uh-huh. always been a bigger kid. A lot of times in little kids tournaments, you know, if I was in third and fourth, I was having to move up to fifth and sixth grade to really uh, wrestle those kids. So I had a full bracket, or also maybe have one kid in my bracket. So mm-hmm. I was usually, you know, top weight
0: bracket or the top two weight brackets, my whole, uh, whole wrestling career. Mm -hmm. So when you transitioned, so you got, you won it at 175 pounds. Um, was that your eighth grade year? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. How was the transition? Cause that's a, that's a high weight to go into high school at, as a freshman, you know, and you still got fourth, like how did, how did you make that transition from eighth grade to high school at such a heavy weight?
1: uh, you know, I, I think probably wrestling up a lot when I was a little kid in those tournaments, uh, helped me, uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, I didn't really feel, I guess I just felt like I was ready to compete at that level at that point. Um, so I, it wasn't, it seemed like a big adjustment for me from going from middle school to high school. I'd been practicing with the the high school team quite a bit through seventh and eighth grade. Uh, mm-hmm. and so it wasn't too big of adjustment for me. I mean, when you got to the top, you know, tier top guys that it three or four, you know, first place at state or so I was probably just a little outgunned uh, my freshman year, as far as muscle and maturity. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I didn't most of the time really, you know, feel like it was a big step because I'd been wrestling a lot of those guys, anyway mm-hmm.
0: yeah and how try, trying to i guess kind of going backwards now a little bit how'd you guys even start wrestling you and your brother cole like was there in your family did your dad wrestle or uh,
1: yeah I'm, my uncles on my mom's side uh wrestled and then on my dad's side uh he wrestled and his brothers one of his brothers got sixth at state uh once uh my dad wrestled a little in college uh but uh, my dad didn't wrestle till his senior year, and I think Cole just decided he was going out for for wrestling. We had a really strong little kids program in Macoka at that time, mm-hmm. and uh, he got in. I would say probably maybe third, fourth grade for him, and then I just kind of jumped in and started going to practice, and that was that was my start.
0: So yeah did you did you kind of have the upper hand on Cole because you were a little bit bigger than he was when you guys were younger? You know,
1: I don't really remember wrestling Cole a lot when I was younger. Um, I wrestled, you know, in high school, we wrestled quite a bit, especially my freshman year was his senior year. We, we were workout partners uh, in the room, but I don't remember wrestling him a whole lot (laughs) as a kid. I'm sure we did, but I don't, I don't remember, (laughs) remember that, but I'm guessing, you know, I was a little bigger, but he Was older, so he probably got the better hand of me. Just uh,
0: <laughs> but I don't know, I yeah. have to ask uh, somebody that was there that can remember, yeah. see how it went. What, um, you said your dad didn't wrestle till his senior year, yeah, in, in high school, and then he went on to wrestle in college too a little bit, he, yeah. He wrestled
1: a little bit at uh, University of Dubuque, um, mm-hmm. I think just kind of something to, d- to do, um, but yeah, he was uh. I think he probably had a lot of athletic, athletic ability, probably just not a lot of opportunity as a kid growing up to get in those sports till, you know, late in high school.
0: Yeah. What about you? Did you, got, did you do anything else other than, other than wrestle? Uh,
1: so growing up, you know, I played all the sports. Uh, I played football and I probably planned on playing football um, between my eighth grade and freshman year. I was at wrestling camp at University of Iowa and broke my leg uh, at camp. So I couldn't play my freshman year and then, uh, kind of watch my brother with, uh, his torn ACLs, uh, that kind of maybe plagued him a little bit in high school and college. Uh, I kind of decided not to play football and try to stay healthy, uh, for wrestling. So in high school, I just, I just wrestled.
0: Really? Um, interesting, I guess. So Cole was plagued a little bit by, by ACLs and knee issues.
1: Yeah, between his junior and senior year and summer, uh, he was doing seven-on-seven seven and tore his ACL. Uh, and then he was coming back uh, from that, and I think it was probably around Thanksgiving. He got cleared to uh, wrestle, and he was in P class, and I think he was playing basketball or something, messing around, and he tore his other ACL his junior year. So he wrestled his junior year with a torn ACL.
0: Dang. So, and what about you? Because you... You wrestled Mike Humple in the finals. Yep. um, Your junior year, and you had to injury default. Yep.
1: Right. Yep. So I was wrestling him. Kind of went for a shot and rolled my ankle pretty bad, and was uh, banged up there for three, four weeks. After that, I thought I broke it, but I I didn't. It was just a bad high sprain, and injury
0: defaulted out of that match. How? What? Not to bring up skeletons in the closet, I guess, but like you know. What what did they have to say to get you to not wrestle? You know, because everyone's like, man, I'd have to be almost on my deathbed to not finish out a state title match. And, you know.
1: Yeah, I just it, it happened so fast. I don't really recall or know. I think it was just at the point, probably I knew that I wasn't going to be able to walk on it. And I mean, I don't remember them. No, even consult me or me saying anything I just feel like it was probably at that point where uh I wasn't going to be able to go Is mm-hmm. kind of what it was but yeah to to say that we had like a conversation or that if we did I don't remember I kind of just remember it being over before I I even really had an idea of what was going on I guess
0: mm-hmm. how so. man that had to be that'd be tough like you said to have it Happened before you even had a chance for it to, yeah. I mean, unfold.
1: I yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't really remember that. I know we injury defaulted, but I I guess I don't remember, you know, having a conversation of even being like, are we gonna injury default or or not? Or I assume probably the trainers thought I broke it, and that
0: was probably the end of it. Yeah. How'd that heal up then? Because they you know people they say that sprains are worse. And more painful than a break.
1: Yeah, it it took me quite a while to come back um, to get where I could wrestle or train. In fact, like uh, to qualify for Fargo, uh, I I wasn't ready to wrestle at state freestyle. So uh, Mark Ryland got me in, you know, on like a medical exemption so I could qualify for Fargo. But yeah, that would have probably been into May at that point and I wasn't really wrestling a whole lot at that point. Um so
0: yeah, I I strained it pretty good. Oof, yeah you did. Oof. Um you know wrestling Mike Humple, he got the best of you twice at state, you know uh, the year before he got you um did did you ever like separate the football player from the wrestler? Did you have a hard time doing that? Or you know, cause he went and played And Iowa obviously played football and then was drafted by the Steelers like, you know, but he was also really good at wrestling. But Uh uh, did you ever have a hard time separating those two and think that you're wrestling my couple, the wrestler, not the stud football player?
1: Uh, I guess I... Probably one thing, I don't know if it was to my advantage or disadvantage, but I wasn't a guy that really thought about who I was wrestling. I didn't really watch any tape or, you know, like I obviously knew him from the year before or you see him in rankings, but... I wasn't really probably a huge student of the game or what other people uh, were doing. And I, I don't think it bothered me a whole lot. You know, like one guy wrestled a lot was uh, Matt Kroll from Mount Vernon. I wrestled him a ton, you know, and he went on and played football. So I don't think that was a huge factor for me to step on the mat and say, you know, he's, he's going to Iowa to, to play uh, football. I don't think that ever probably crossed my mind. I was just, going out there to wrestle and, and see what happened. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I really um, had that in my mind. And most of the guys that probably I wrestled and had good matches with or beat me probably went on to play division one football somewhere. Mm-hmm. It was kind of that weight class where most of those guys wrestled, but probably their, their future was football.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, gosh, yeah, that that's a good thing to mention. I forgot about Matt Kroll back in that day. Sheesh, some hammers. Um, yeah. But you said, you know, you, you didn't really watch much tape that you just, did you just focus on what you were good at? You were just like, Hey, I'm Dane Pape. I'm going to,
1: yeah, I don't do even it. think it, I don't even think it was that it was just, I'm, I don't know. I just didn't even like at Iowa, you know, some guys were big into film and putting game plans together and, and that. And I just, I never really did that growing up. Uh, I guess at our high school, I don't remember anybody watching a whole lot of film. It was just kind of, you know, go out there and, and and wrestle your match and put the chips on the table and see where, see where it goes. So, uh, there wasn't a lot of focus on rankings or, or, or this guy, or, or at least it wasn't, wasn't for me.
0: Yeah. Did, did you ever get nervous? Oh
1: yeah. I mean, I would get nervous, uh, a little bit, uh not a ton. I I wrestled a ton growing up and had been in some pretty big matches before. I mean, obviously when you get to the finals or semifinals and you're trying to reach that goal of being a state champ, you feel a little, a little pressure there, but uh didn't really have a whole lot of n- nerves too often. Just uh as soon as I was out there on the mat, it was just, it was kind of go
0: time. Yeah. So you are just able to flip that switch? Which, and, yeah. much. Just,
1: yeah, just kind of go and, and, and wrestle. And, uh, you know, I had a good support system. My family was always there. And, you know, I think if I was, I was getting tight or whatever, they knew how to, you
0: know, get me going or get me focused on something else. Yeah. Yeah, hey, you seem like a pretty laid back, just kind of calm, calm guy, even, even keeled.
1: Yeah. Know? Yeah. So- I don't get, I don't get too worked up usually. So I didn't, yeah. Uh, it's kind of about my business, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, so even say like, you know, your senior year, you fall short again, um, and never end up reaching the top of the podium. You, that wasn't too difficult for you or obviously it was to some extent, but
1: yeah, I mean, definitely when you don't reach your goals, it, it, uh, it hurts a little bit, but, uh, um, I guess, I've never been one to kind of dwell on, on that, uh, just kind of move forward. And, you know, I was going go to go University of Iowa, which was my goal, uh, you know, and at that point I couldn't let one match define me. If I won that or lost that match, uh, wasn't gonna, you know, dictate my future at that point. Uh, just needed to go forward and, uh, keep working and, you know, see what I could do at the next
0: level, I guess. Yeah. So you go on to Iowa and you wrestled 197. Were you kind of a tweener there because you wrestled 215 in high school?
1: Yeah, you so know, I went. Where... I went down to 197. I mean, I probably even in high school, if I wanted to, and maybe I should have. I could have went to 189 probably. I mean, I wasn't usually once I got in the season, really easy to maintain my weight. I was usually weighing in uh, below, but I wrestled 197 uh, my freshman year. And then uh, my sophomore year, I redshirted and then was working on cutting down to 184 at that point, uh, which was kind of a hard cut for me that year. So the plan was to just get my body used to being at, at that weight.
0: Oh, yeah, that's, that's a lot of weight. How like how was that? How did uh, you do that in the first place? You know, yeah. Um, they, after my
1: freshman year they said they wanted me to go to eighty-four. So I had some time. So, you know, just started trying to bring my weight down slow. Um, but it was tough. I mean, I probably definitely an open tournament my sophomore year lost to some kids that I probably shouldn't have just because I was mm-hmm. sucking weight. My body wasn't wasn't quite used to that. Um, and I hadn't cut a lot of weight in high school, you know, I was a pretty natural two fifteen pounder. Um, maybe i had to cut a little bit here and there, especially during the summer when I wasn't watching it like I should. But uh Yeah, it was a it was a different experience for me. Um But I think, you know, if I would have stayed stayed there, then I probably would have came in at 184, all right. It was just gonna take my body a little bit to adjust.
0: Yeah. I, I've I've talked to quite a few people with this podcast and you know, a lot of them say or quite a few of them have said You know, when they cut weight like that, um, they're not going to practice to get better. They're just going to practice to, like, lose weight, you know? Yeah. Did you ever kind of cross that into that line a little bit?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there's definitely uh, some truth to that, Um, especially, like, if you're a high schooler cutting a bunch of weight. I think uh, you're definitely doing that just because, one, you don't have the time, the access to the facilities that – you maybe need to, to get that extra workout in or maybe even the guidance to to tell you what you uh need to do. Um you know when you're when I was wrestling in college and in my sophomore year I was redshirting, you know, at the beginning of the season, I was, you know, having to make weight. Every week, And that would have probably really taken away from my ability to work on getting better. But once you get through those opens, there's not a whole lot of uh, times you got to make weight. You know, they're still checking your weight to make sure you're hovering around where you need to be. So it wasn't like I was going through a whole year where, you know, once a weekend or twice a weekend I had to make weight. So yeah. it, it maybe didn't affect me as, as much as if I was going through the whole season.
0: Yeah. So you say that you didn't cut much weight in high school. You were just a natural 215 pounder.
1: I I probably walked around, you know, off season my junior, senior year, maybe about 230, you know, and that was just kind of doing what I wanted to. But once I got into the wrestling season and I got down to weight, it wasn't hard for me to 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 maintain it.
0: Mm-hmm. Now sometimes that can be kind of a double-edged sword. You know, cause you're like, ah, oh, it's not that hard. You know, did you ever have those moments where you kind of, I don't want to say lollygag too much, but where you kind of gave yourself maybe too much of a cushion and you almost didn't make weight. Cause you were like, oh man, I'm kind of
1: not uh, during, I, not during the high school season. I always probably came in, uh, like Fargo or summer wrestling, probably, you know, <laughs> cutting it close, uh, should have probably put a little more attention on it at that point, but uh, you know, and kind of everybody started playing football. I kind of was coming in, working out, getting my weight down, making sure I was where I mm-hmm. need to be.
0: Yeah. Did you ever have to do anything? So my crazy weight, not weight cutting story, but I showed up, I think it was at the uni dome and I was a couple tenths over a tenth or so. And I'm like, you know, I'm not going to run. I just don't want to run today. So I cut my hair. I had long hair and I, I literally cut my hair and I lost like two tenths, and I weighed in and I was on weight. So like, I didn't know if you had anything like that where you're like, man.
1: No, I don't, I, I've never been, I guess I've never been that close before where or I've never uh, been over when I stepped on the scale. So I didn't have any crazy, uh, crazy things like that. I've had some pretty, you know, hard cuts making, 184 and that but never like when i was getting to the scale where i was worried i was going to be a little over or mm-hmm. i needed
0: to run to take that last little bit off wow so you were always on weight that's impressive. yeah yeah i was yeah i guess uh just a little ocd didn't want to have that yeah. i guess yeah what what was your diet like when you were cutting you know did you have like separate diets for when you were cutting? Like, okay, I need to get under 215, but now I need to cut to 184. Like those are two totally different cuts.
1: Yeah, I mean the the 215 cut was just, you know, getting back, working out every day, you know, bringing the calories down a little bit. Um I don't really I mean, my my college when I was cutting, I obviously go and work out in the morning, uh have a little breakfast and then, you know, had afternoon practice, uh, and kind of how I did it. Uh, I'd kind of set a weight for myself coming into season that I had to weigh before I could go to bed. And I would just kind of, so if I needed to go back and work out or I needed to go for a run, uh, to hit that weight. And that's what I kind of did and would try to just bring it down that way. So, uh, and then, you know, just, uh, once you got to season, then you tried to stay, you know, within that 10 pounds, maybe striking distance. And then you mm-hmm. take that off at the end, however you, you needed to, to get there.
0: Yeah. So you would, you would run God, you know, that was one thing that I hated to do was run, you know, like I didn't mind running. Like I ran cross country and I did track, like I didn't mind that, but running for cutting weight was like, ah, oh, it was the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's not your, you are <laughs> You're not drinking, you're not feeling, uh, you're not feeling your best uh, at that point. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I just tried to do it systematically, bringing my weight down and set – that was my weight for the week that I had to weigh before I could go to bed, and that's kind of how I did it in college to get down to to
0: my striking distance or where I wanted mm-hmm. to be coming into season. So you couldn't go to bed before you reached a certain weight. What? How late did you stay up one night trying uh, to get to weight? You know,
1: I really <laughs> – I I probably did it pretty realistic. So it wasn't terrible. You know, most of the time what would happen is, you know, I'd go into practice and, uh, I'd be, you know, under that after workout, I'd go home, eat, do my, my stuff. And then maybe I'd go for a two, three mile run, just bring me back down or I'd go back into Carver if I needed to. But, uh, that's kind of how I, I did it. But, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, I think everybody's got their own method to,
0: how they, how they want to do it or how they, cut <laughs> what, what was like the least favorite method you had? You know, like I'm just imagine doing stadium stairs at Carver, you know, like what was the one where they were like, all right, conditioning time, we're going to do this. And you're like, ah, dang it.
1: Yeah. I mean, definitely stadium <laughs> stairs were a tough one. Um, we would do sprint laps around the top of Carver.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, those I did not enjoy. Um, and then there would always be a point towards the end where, you know, I wasn't the first one. I wasn't the fastest. So you'd get to the end and then, you know, let would run out, make it a double, you know, and that meant you're going around again. And it was like, someone shot you in the back with a, with a gun. It was just like a plow got attached to you. Those are probably my least favorite. Um, and then, uh, like when I was wrestling as a freshman, if you got a stalling call against you, when you run those sprint laps, they would send you out front, and uh, if you got beat, then you had to do it again. So those were pretty for your stalling call. Ooh. So uh, yeah, some of those were pretty brutal.
0: Yeah, did you get did you get fast pretty quickly? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it paid to be a winner.
0: <laughs> Jeez, yeah, and so. Ooh, were there some pretty fast kids on the team? Yeah, I mean there were some yeah.
1: there was some fast guys. I mean they kind of when they sent you out there in front, they tried to guess your pace, you know, because but yeah, I mean they would they would definitely get you.
0: Yeah, who was the fastest or one of the fastest that you can remember?
1: Yo, I'm trying to think who who would have been up there and the fastest when I was there. I feel like uh, Eustace was pretty pretty fast. Uh, maybe Alex Grunder, I think might've been up there, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but yeah, there, I mean, there was a few of them that, uh, you know, could run pretty good.
0: Yeah. But you said, you said you weren't the fastest, but you weren't the slowest either, right? Who who was the slowest?
1: Well, I mean, you probably get back into your, your heavyweights, you know, uh, back in there. I mean, like fields would have been a heavyweight. I don't feel like he was probably in the way back. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't remember anybody just being super slow back back there. But yeah. a lot of it went kind of weight wise, you know, as you can yeah. imagine. Your twenty five pounders to maybe fifty seven were were usually your faster guys and kind of dwindled back through there.
0: Yeah. What about Cole? How fast was he?
1: He was pretty. He was pretty fast. I would say he'd be. Really? He would have been in the top quarter to the top half.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then did you ever like, so Zaleski is the one telling you to run. How fast was he?
1: I don't know if I, I remember seeing him sprint at all.
0: Uh, see that.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm guessing probably back in his day, he was probably had some, some wheels, but uh, yeah, I don't remember seeing him do too many sprint laps.
0: Yeah. So now I guess real quick, I don't want to whiplash, but transition back to, to, football that you didn't play did you ever get that itch to play football did you ever rethink like maybe I should go out even junior or senior
1: year I mean there was definitely that uh should I you know go out uh you know I'm I'm wrestling guys that are pretty good at football so I'm that size and I'm competing with them but I think I was just kind of focused I, I knew I wanted to wrestle at Iowa I wanted to wrestle in college and uh I think probably if I wouldn't have got hurt my eighth, ninth grade year between the summer there and could have played football, I would have. Um, but uh, I, I didn't, and then I just never really went out, and our team wasn't the best either, so that wasn't uh, maybe pulling me that way. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely – there was times that I was close or, or thought about it, but I just never, never did.
0: Yeah. I was wondering how good Makoko was at football. Cause I, I didn't, um, you know, even though we, when I moved to Marcela, we were 45 minutes away or so, maybe half hour. Um, we never really crossed paths too much. Yeah. So, I mean, um, how good was your football team?
1: You know, we, back then, probably before then we were, had, a, I would say we were average some years, you know, we'd have some good teams, um, my grade, uh, we weren't very, very, very good. A lot of guys, uh, didn't go out. A lot of my friends just played basketball or, or that. Um, and then, uh, I, I mean, then it's been just kind of up and down. We've had some years where we're good and some years where we're not very good, but, uh, traditionally I would say we we're mid of the pack or a little above. Uh, yeah. What,
0: what position would you have played?
1: You uh, I think I probably would
0: have played, uh,
1: probably like a fullback and maybe like linebacker would probably been, I mean, I can, I can run pretty well, or I could run pretty well then, but uh, so that'd been my guess.
0: Man, I can't imagine getting the, you know, handoff to Kelby Bachman and filling in the hole is Dane Pape coming <laughs> yeah. at you. like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I, I think it would have been fun, but it was kind of just the ship that sailed. So yeah. So what are you up to nowadays? You know, you just had a birthday, so happy birthday. I know. Thank I was, you. <laughs> yeah. So what What are you up to now?
1: Uh, so I live in a little town South of Maquoketa, Welton, uh, am married and have a year and a half old daughter. Um, and then for work, I actually, my parents, uh, have an insurance agency where we, uh, sell supplemental benefits to businesses. Uh, my brother's in the business, so I work with my brother every day and, and my parents and uh, kind of travel the Midwest working with uh, groups on insurance.
0: Really? Okay, so you're, you're working with Cole still to this day. Yep. You're still yep. competing with him. Yep,
1: yep. He's <laughs> in the office next to me. I spent uh, two or three nights in St. Louis with him this week uh, doing work, so I see him about every day.
0: Really? You ever get sick of him? Uh, I mean, I love my brother, but there are some days where I'm like, all right, you know, yeah, I love I you. I mean, but, so.
1: there's definitely those days, uh, you know, when we leave the office, most of the time he kind of has his hobbies and I have my hobbies. So uh, our paths don't cross. Maybe that's our, our break from each other that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he likes to golf and do that kind of stuff. And that's not my cup of tea. So he uh, mm-hmm. that's our break. What do you like to do?
0: What um, are your hobbies?
1: I'm more probably outdoors guy. Uh, have some bird dogs. Like to hunt, and then my uh, wife and I have some horses, and we go camping and uh, take our horses and go trail riding. So that's kind of uh, what, what we do. We're more, I guess, farm than my brother is. He's more <laughs> the golf, and
0: so. So where are your where are your horses at? Do you have them? At your house, or
1: yeah, yep, right at our house. So we live on a little acreage and have our horses and some dogs.
0: So, yeah, now for the record, so my brother wanted to get he lived out in California, um, a couple of years ago and he wanted to get a horse and thought uh-huh. they were going to be quite easy to take care of. So, for the record, how hard is it to take care of a horse? Oh. Matt, multiple. Yeah, not, I mean, it just probably depends
1: uh, what your setup is. You know, I have pastures, so they're just out on grass most of the time. So um, pretty easy. Now you have to have them in a stall all the time and that kind of stuff and cleaning the stall every night, then it's probably a lot more, (laughs) a lot more work there, but yeah, it's not too, it's not too
0: difficult. Yeah. Do you have to change the hooves or the horseshoes? I guess I should call them.
1: Yeah. You gotta, I don't do it myself. I hire someone to come and do it cause I'd probably yeah. mess up their foot, but, uh, so I don't get in on that. I just,
0: uh, call them and I guess write them the check and get it done. I guess <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I watch it. On, I've seen a few videos of them, you know, changing the shoes and it looks like it sucks. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I yeah. I'm uh, I'm glad uh, the guy that uh does it for me uh does it because I don't think it'd be something I'd enjoy a whole lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, how many do you have?
1: Uh we have three horses. Three horses? Yep. All right. And their names are? We've got uh Slick, Bubba,
0: and uh Blue. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Which yep. one's yours? Uh Bubba. Bubba? Yep. Nice. Yeah. So then which one's your wife's? Ah uh,
1: that's
0: um. Uh, she rides blue and then Slicks
1: a uh, little pony that my nieces ride. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yep.
0: So would that be Coles? Kids?
1: Uh yep, yeah, Cole Coles girls ride him a little bit. And I have a sister. Uh her kids are a little older, and uh she has a daughter that's uh into it probably a little more, so can't yeah. with this But
0: yeah, Coles girls so, come out and take a ride once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, so you're you have a sister. What's what's her name, and what is she up to? Uh, my sister's name's Devin.
1: Uh, she lives outside of Macoka,da and she's a special education teacher here in Macoka,da uh, and she has four kids.
0: So wow, okay, cool. Yep. So there's Devin, Dane, and then Cole. Why is Cole not with the?
1: You know, I don't know. I've never asked that <laughs> question. I guess I didn't like him as much. I don't know. <laughs> yes. How old's your sister? My sister is forty one or forty two. Mm-hmm.
0: So yep, she's the oldest and then Cole and then yep. myself. Yeah. What was it like? I'm the youngest as well. Um and it kind of went the same. My sister is the oldest, then my brother, then me. What was it like being the youngest?
1: Uh it was good. I mean, uh just never really thought about what it was youngest. I guess my sister kinda blazed the trail for us and then uh Cole came in uh after that. But uh yeah, I, I guess I never really thought about what it was like being the, the youngest. I've always just been that way. But very good good brother and sister supported me and uh,
0: uh yeah. And, yeah, uh, what, what did your sister have some athletic ability? What sports did, did she play? Yeah, My sister was a cross country runner.
1: Um, mm-hmm. she was on a cross country team from a coconut that one state. And, uh, wow, my memories failing me. I don't, I can't remember if she placed individually. If she didn't, she wouldn't have been far out of the top 10 that I will wow. say her sophomore year was probably the year. And then she kind of had some knee, some knee
0: issues, but, uh, yeah, she was a good cross country runner. Hmm. Yeah. So she had some knee issues, Colded, and you you kind of avoided them. It sounds yeah. like.
1: Yeah, I didn't really have any knee issues. Just uh, kind of had that broken leg and an ankle as far as the the lower ankles and body go. But uh, yeah, she had some knee issues, and Cole had a lot of knee issues.
0: Yeah. What about your? You know, did you have some upper body issues? Did you? Yeah. So, um, my, after my freshman
1: year at Iowa, I had to have shoulder surgery, um, kind of started having trouble mid season with my shoulder and, uh, kind of got through it a little bit and then, uh, had shoulder surgery. And then I got into having, uh, some concussion problems, uh, had a few in high school and then my sophomore year of college really ran into some, some concussion issues.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, I want to dive into that a little bit. Uh, Yeah. Partially because I had those as well. Mm -hmm. Um, my junior year, I collided with the center fielder and I I fractured my cheekbone and my orbital bone in five places. Um, and then I also sustained a concussion. I blacked out. Um, didn't remember probably till 45 minutes later, I kept asking Mm -hmm. what was going on and all that. So long story short, um, I know concussion issues are, a big deal. And this was back then when this was in 2009. So even when you had yours at 2002 or 2006, you know, mm-hmm. um, that wasn't much talked about, you know, yeah. and we're just on the doorstep of Tua, you know, I don't know if you watched the football game last night or saw, you know, what happened with Tua and that's starting to be a big deal. Yeah. Um, but uh, what, what kind of issues did you kind of go through? Uh
1: I in 8th grade football I got a pretty bad concussion and kind of stinger issue and I mean back then no one really thought anything of it you know and then um uh, <laughs> really uh one year at uh National Duels and uh can't think the name of the town in Oklahoma that it always was right now but uh I was wrestling uh first name Jake I can't think he was a heavyweight for Oklahoma state uh went on but I collided with him really bad and was out you know didn't really know where I was kind of the same situation you were um and then I didn't really have a whole lot of trouble maybe my my senior year in high school I had some issues with stingers and things like that and um my sophomore year of college I just started where you know if I shot in and hit a knee or anything I would just I'd go out you know and uh I didn't really think anything of it. And it just kind of got where I wasn't recovering and I was going out for longer periods of time, you know, where I would remember, you know, I'd wake up and the trainers would be around me and the coaches. And, uh, I'd say it was probably about Christmas break of my sophomore year. Uh, Jimmy came to me and said, Hey, you know, you need to go see the doctor, uh, for your concussions. We just got to get you checked out. And, uh, I guess I probably didn't know, but that was about the end. I got checked out, and she uh, at that point basically said, uh, You shouldn't continue to wrestle. You know, you could continue down this path and be all right, or you might not wake up at some point and have some lasting issues. And at that point, kind of told me, You can continue, but we're red flagging as basically if you want to continue, you're on your own you know, we're not going to have liability type, uh, things. So, uh, I think Jimmy probably knew that sending me there. I didn't, I didn't know. So I went back and, uh, I told him and, you know, he said, yeah, I, I thought that might be the issue. And they were good, you know, said, if you want to continue at Iowa, we'll honor your scholarship. Uh, you know, we can also give you a manager's job here, whatever, uh, really good. It was just that that point I I knew what I was going to do. I was going to come back and, uh, work with my, my parents and the agency. So, uh, after that, uh, year I came back, started working for my parents and just finished up my school at Clinton community college. So, uh, that was kind of the end of my wrestling career at that point.
0: Wow. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, I didn't, go that deep into the, you know, obviously I wasn't D1 or anything, but, um, yeah, my senior year, I, I quit, I had a roller coaster with concussions and, you know, how, how did your social life, how did that get impacted by concussions? Did your, um, how'd your grades, were your grades still good? Did you have trouble focusing, you know, any of you show any of those side effects?
1: Uh, I don't remember so much my grades, uh, I had a lot of trouble with like, like night driving or reflections and, and lights and, and, and things like that. Um, but I don't think I, I had a whole lot of trouble with like the grades at that point or, or school, but, uh, definitely some, some vision, especially like at night or if it was raining and, and things like that. And it was just real, you know, if I hit my head, just like anything for you know, a couple of
0: years after that, I put me down for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really relate to when it's raining at night, there's, I don't know what it does. Like it makes everything neon or something. It just yeah. messes with my, messes with me a little bit still to yeah. this day. It's a little harder to drive and maybe that's the way it is for everybody. I don't know, but yeah, I can relate I, to that where it's like, mm, yeah, something about it something about the reflections or the glare or something yeah Mm -hmm. so to this day how how are things you know to this day any side effects that you you know of or Uh,
1: not that i not that i notice a whole lot um i think i'm i feel like i'm pretty well recovered again i don't want to go knock my head too bad but uh i don't feel i i still have a little problem with glare at night or things like that but Besides that, I don't notice a whole lot of issues, so I guess I feel like I came out do- came out of it unscathed at this point. But uh, yeah. I'm tells on those types of things.
0: Yeah did you ever did you ever think about continuing wrestling? No. Or how how hard was that decision? Uh, I mean, it was
1: it was a tough decision at the point at that point um, to be done, but I knew probably for. Uh, The best for me going forward, that was probably the right decision. Um, I never really, you know, like I had some, you know, smaller schools reach out to me later and be like, do you want to come wrestle here? And I was kind of just at the point if I wasn't going to wrestle division one, I I wasn't that interested. I you know if I wasn't going to wrestle at Iowa or go back. I, because of an injury, I wasn't going to go wrestle somewhere else.
0: Yeah. Who else reached out to you? Oh,
1: I'm trying to think. Um, just some smaller division three schools may reached okay. out, especially being like, you know, you could wrestle second semester type thing, yeah. you need a heavyweight that type of thing, but uh it wasn't anything that I ever really entertained.
0: Mm-hmm. So you you left Iowa when you actually finished your degree at you say Clarkson? Uh Clinton community. So just Clinton, a community Clinton. college and went mm-hmm. to work full time uh working for my parents. Nice. So um so you got was it just an associates then from Clinton? Yeah. Yep. Just an okay. associate's degree. Yep. Okay. And were you able to transfer quite a few credits from from all yeah. over?
1: Or? Yeah, it's kind of weird how it works, but for the most part, yeah. But uh like nice. I remember uh <laughs> like at Iowa I'd take a statistics class, math, which Seemed pretty hard to me at the time. I'm not great at math, and mm-hmm. I want to transfer over because they said it wasn't a hard enough math class for the <laughs> associate's degree. And then I remember taking like <laughs> business math there, and I was like, okay, whatever, you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'll yeah. jump through the hoops. So, yeah, but yeah, there. Mo, well, I didn't have a whole lot to finish up because I mean, I had two years at, at Iowa, so mm-hmm. was a few classes
0: yeah what um thinking back on just you know your career coming up you know ending short any thoughts about about that or does that it it seems like it doesn't doesn't matter a whole lot to you I mean I'm sure it does a little bit but it seems like you you've come to terms with it like it is what it is
1: yeah I mean I I mean I obviously kind of think about you know what what maybe could have been but uh you know, I don't think it would change where I'm at today or what I'm, what I'm doing, you know, uh, uh, as far as uh, life goes, you know, I don't, I don't regret leaving Iowa at that point. I don't really have any regrets. Uh, um, I think it was the right choice for me at that time. And uh, uh, I think I'd be at the same place that I am today if I would have stayed or or not and uh you know maybe i would have maybe i missed out on a few good times or a few opportunities but uh you know it was a great experience i got to wrestle for iowa and you know got to start and run out of the tunnel and and that Mm -hmm. so that was a great experience and uh i guess i'll have that
0: yeah do you um gosh what was i gonna ask you um how did you battle through some of those adversities you know um you seem like i said earlier you seem pretty even keel nothing really seems to rock your boat but there were some things that seemed like they could have rocked your boat and you 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 just didn't seem unfazed by it
1: yeah i think i think the main thing is i mean wrestling was a big part of my life but it wasn't everything so you know uh know those happen transfer you know go out and do my other stuff and kind of take some time away from the the sport and kind of reset and uh get back to it when you're when you're ready to wrestle you know uh just getting away for a little bit sometimes can do a lot for
0: you Mm -hmm. yeah you have a pretty rational way of looking at this whole situation you know um you kind of had injuries and you know a lot of people especially really really, um, hardcore wrestlers, you know, they're going to want to fight to, you know, fight tooth and nail to get on that mat any way they can. And you weren't willing to put your health above wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, I I think you weren't, you weren't willing to put wrestling above your health. Sorry. You know?
1: Yeah. I think pride just goes back to maybe my parents, you know, I mean, they just, pretty level-headed and you know they let you make your own decision and what you wanted wanted to do but also you know kind of walk you through you know this is snapshot of your life and you know you want a life after this um as well and uh uh everybody has adversity if it's sports if it's anything else and uh yes uh no, know, just always been kind of pulled. it's not what happens to you. It's how you react. And I think that's probably the the truth, you know, mm-hmm. you, can, you can get down and, and let it get you down or you can just move on and, and, and keep
0: on going. Yeah. And it seems like you're the epitome of that, you know, you've had yeah. a lot of adversity or quite a few and you just kind of, you know, yeah, in I the think- moment. Sorry, go and, ahead. And I
1: think some of it, I mean, I definitely watched my brother go through a lot of adversity and you know, uh he got moving and I think kind of goes back to my point growing up, you know, watching the people in front of you lay the tracks makes everything easier for you, you know, you see people that uh are going through stuff or had success and you see what they do and you just kind of follow their their tracks and uh, I think that's probably what you know, made my career is you know knowing people from Makokata, or you grew up with there in your club, did uh, did what they did, so you can do it, and you just gotta put in the work that they
0: did and kind of lay that track for you. Mm-hmm. But um, you had a different track. You you yeah, you were on that same track, but you also had different adversities, like a head injury and concussion. Like that's different than you know an ACL being torn, you know, how did you still use what happened to Cole to your advantage, even though it was separate, it was different?
1: Uh, I think I, you know, I mean, Cole got, Cole came back from his ACLs and, uh, you know, got to continue to wrestle, but I don't think he was probably, especially maybe after his, his college, his one in college, maybe was able to come back as, as strong or where he wanted to be maybe at that point. Um, but he just, you know, kept going. So, you, I mean, you just, you know, put on your, your boots and go to work kind of kind of thing. And uh, uh I think that, and I think I just, I had other interests too, as well that, you know, I just kind of dove into and, and that's what I did.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I like, I don't like, I love the saying that you had that wrestling was something you did. It wasn't your life yeah you know, and I think that's partially why I like to do this is to remind people that there is still more after wrestling and that yeah. you know this is just a part of your life, but still enjoy it while you while you do it, you know obviously, but you yeah, know, at the end of the day it it's not it's not everything,
1: yeah, and I think that definitely if you can get that mindset as a as a wrestler too, you, it's probably a better sport for you because you can you know go out there and perform if you know you've got so much pressure on you at that point that it's the biggest thing in your life sometimes it's pretty
0: easy to to clam up and not not perform yeah true true that um and then were you so cole actually and your head coach jeff is it tamper that uh, that right yep or? Yep. so jeff
1: tampere was my coach Tampier. freshman year yep and okay. then uh <laughs> he retired and then uh Todd Bowman would have been the head coach my last 3 years.
0: Okay. Yeah, cuz Jeff Tampier and your brother Cole, they were inducted into the Iowa wrestling Hall of Fame this past yep, February. Were were you there? Did you go to that ceremony? Yeah. Yep, yeah. Uh,
1: we went out and uh watched that and watched some of the finals. So it uh yeah, it was a good honor for him. Uh Coach T was a a great coach and uh uh,
0: well-deserved. And my brother had a great high school career as well. So. Yeah. Um, a couple other questions for you. So what was your favorite food and what was always difficult to cut out when you're trying to cut weight? You know, did you have one of those that you're like, Oh man, you know, I don't care. I'm going to drink that Mount Dew. Or I'm going to have that zebra cake.
1: Yeah. I I'm a, a probably, uh, I never really gave, I mean, I went to like diet pop. I couldn't really give up like the uh, diet Mountain Dew is a tough one for me. So I still drank that. That would, you know, if they said I couldn't have a diet Dew when I was cutting weight, that probably would have been, the, the I probably wouldn't have made weight. So, uh, I guess you can say that would probably have been my, uh, my kryptonite
0: really diet Mountain Dew. Dude, yep. Diet Mountain Dew. Really? Even over like regular Mountain Dew?
1: Yeah. I don't, I yeah, I can't do regular pop for some reason. It's just really I switched over and it's just too too thick for me.
0: Yeah. What about um do you have a, a food as well?
1: You know, I don't think I have just one food that I would uh that I would crave when I was cutting weight. It wasn't so much the food that I uh, I missed. It was being able to drink. I remember cutting weight hard and like making a promise to myself when I was done I'd have a cooler in the back of my truck that had Gatorade <laughs> in it or water. So I was never thirsty or something like that, but it was never, the hunger was never the issue. It was uh,
0: thirst. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. I bet that, I bet now that you mentioned that, I think that's probably a bigger thing than what I than what I give it credit for. What color Gatorade did you drink? I was usually a blue guy. Which blue, like, like, uh, so like the dark blue or the light blue? The light blue. The light blue. Yeah. 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 Um, and then so you live just south of Makokuta now. Yeah. So um, a
1: little little town, uh, basically a gas station and a and a bar and a few houses,
0: uh, uh, just between right, basically right between
1: Makokuta and Dewitt.
0: Okay. Um, how many times have you been to the Maquoketa caves?
1: Uh, I was quite a bit growing up. Uh, I haven't been out there a whole lot, uh, as an adult, but mm-hmm. drive through there quite a bit, but yeah. <laughs> and what about that drive-in? You yeah. Know the drive-in I, you know, I haven't been there for a while, but as high school, that was a good place to go hang out. And, uh, really, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it packs the people in there I, you know, a lot of people come for it really what
0: movies yeah. did you see
1: Oof, Now you're really testing me i don't i, I don't know with so much the movies are just kind of going there and hanging out with your friends and
0: mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff so yeah um well like we mentioned you had a birthday just recently what'd you do Did you do anything special did you go to the drive-in
1: no, I didn't go to the drive then. <laughs> no, uh just uh I had, you know, dinner, wife made a cake and uh that was kinda kinda the the gist of it for my birthday. So nothing too yeah, nothing too exciting or elaborate or anything. So
0: what kind of cake was it? Uh, it
1: was a homemade cake it was white and uh yeah, she made the frosting and my daughter helped her uh, decorate it so really it, it was uh she's 18 months old so it was quite the interesting decoration job so <laughs> yeah. did cole get you anything uh, i don't think so we uh what my parents heck? and my parents and uh him, uh, I guess, took me out for lunch at the office that day, so I'll say he got me lunch.
0: Okay. Where'd they take you?
1: Uh, we have a new restaurant in Maquoketa called the Copper Cardinal, and uh, it's pizza <laughs> kind of place and pasta, so it just opened up, so we went over there. It's just walking distance from our
0: office. Yeah. How would you would you review it? it was, uh, how was it?
1: It was good. It was That's very good. good. Yeah, they have uh, some... Uh, Macaroni, so I got it. was uh buffalo chicken and blue cheese, uh, macaroni.
0: It was it was good, really. Yeah, sounds pretty good. Yeah. It, um, you guys have a happy Joe's there, don't you?
1: We do, but it just closed.
0: Oh, no, okay. That's yep. where. So when I moved to Monticello, that's where I worked in high school. Was a happy Joe's,
1: yeah.
0: Man. Oh, that's too bad.
1: Yeah, it and it, 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 there was a couple of them around us that closed here really? this month, so yeah.
0: Dang. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess one thing I want to wrap up with here. So you had some tough losses. Do you have one loss that sticks out uh, above them all? Uh, Trying
1: to think here. Probably the one that made my sophomore year in the semifinals with Humble uh, probably sticks out in my mind. If any of them just, I was up with not much time left and, uh, gave up a takedown, you know, probably in the closing seconds and probably, probably that one would probably stick out in my mind, uh, mm-hmm. the most, but, uh, I don't know. I don't really, you know, it's not anything where I wake up with a bad stomach or <laughs> think about a whole yeah. lot.
0: Yeah. Did you know much about Mike kumpel since he was, he was junior varsity his first two years? So, you know, like, did, did you know much about him when he was out his oh, junior year?
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't know – I didn't know much about him uh, at all um, coming in. So, uh, but yeah, I, you know, won it that year and then beat me in the final. So, two-time state champ. And, yeah, I guess yeah. I never knew that uh, he was junior varsity before that. So, he made some mm-hmm. big gains.
0: Yeah, um now let's, let's end on a high note though. Um, favorite wrestling memory. Do you have one that sticks out in your mind that just makes you elated? Uh,
1: I don't know if I, I guess, I don't know if I can pick one, probably overall, just be the people that I, I wrestled with, uh, and the memories that I have with them, uh, wrestling at the university of Iowa with my brother was a cool experience. So probably just that, that whole experience, I would say would be my overall probably favorite memory
0: yeah were you guys um did you guys start on the team at the same time uh
1: like as starters or
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so my fresh my freshman
1: year Cole wrestled uh on and off uh so we both Mm -hmm. got to travel with the team and in that. Um, and I started the first half of the season and then, uh, Adam fellers, uh, took over about halfway through, but, uh, yeah, traveling with him and, and being on the team would probably be you know, top memory or
0: running out of the tunnel was probably pretty cool the first time. Yeah. What, um, what'd you get, what'd you do traveling that made it so memorable?
1: Uh, it was just, I mean, you're with the guys, some of the stories and getting to know them and all their crazy stories. Uh,
0: Mm-hmm. from what what crazy story did you attribute? You know, and they went, Hey Dane, let's hear some crazy story. What <laughs> I know what story I, did you have in your back pocket? I don't know if I really
1: had one. I would say I was <laughs> probably probably weak on the story side compared to some of those guys plus I mean I was just getting to college so they had uh you know three four years of stories ahead of me uh to to share that I hadn't uh hadn't had the chance to to make yet I guess
0: yeah so what story would you lead with now if they were to say Dane let's hear a good story
1: oh I don't know I don't know if there's too many that I definitely want out on the podcast that's (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's fair that's fair
1: <laughs> that's where i'll leave that maybe
0: okay <laughs> all right um gosh anything else that we can anything else that you can pg it to get out there what's that anything else that you can pg it to get out oh, there oh man
1: Ah.
0: <sighs> Nothing really that I can think of at this time. I guess. All right. All right. Nate. Okay. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, I want to. Well, thank you for for taking the time to to chat with me about your wrestling and, um, how is it working with with your mom and dad, and your brother? You know, how has that been since you graduated college?
1: It's it's great. Uh, we all work well together. We kind of all have our our lanes that we. You know are strong in, and uh you know everybody gets along, and uh you know you're working with family uh you know you can be pretty honest with each other, and uh you know you also have known them your whole life, and you know you can count on them to get done what what they say they're going
0: to get done, so it it yeah. uh it makes it a pretty good work environment yeah, how do you separate work from family? I feel like that would be pretty hard.
1: You know, my dad before like Cole and I joined him, he uh had his office in our house. So I think just growing up, it was always just kinda part of it. And uh I guess you just kinda develop to know, you know, when it's time to work and when it's time that you know you're just doing your family stuff and uh and kinda leave it at the office.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But your dad's office was your house. So yeah, kind of left. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just, you know,
1: it's just kind of, you know, if it's the weekend and someone brings it up, no one wants to talk about it. you say, Hey, we're talking about it Monday. You know, there's nothing mm-hmm. we can do about it right now. So uh, let's talk about it
0: Monday and everybody moves on. Yeah. How did your sister avoid the the family business?
1: Uh, you know, I kind of I shouldn't say avoid, but you know, <laughs>
0: she,
1: she may have avoided. Uh, I think probably when I think she always wanted to be a school teacher, probably and probably when the time she was going to school, uh, you know, working for my dad or with my dad probably wasn't an option at that point. Um, so she went into teaching. Her her husband does kind of do the same thing we do and loosely works with us not on a daily basis so i guess we kind of sucked him into the business a little bit too
0: yeah what um what's your wife do uh she's a school nurse at maquoketa nice okay yeah need those we got to have those yeah like there's there's not i feel like we're running running out of school nurses
1: yeah you, you don't Uh, i guess until she was a school nurse or married a nurse you didn't really don't realize kind of some of the illnesses kids have that come to school with and uh what uh what care they need while they're there
0: Mm -hmm. yeah how did how'd you meet your wife
1: uh i met her at a golf outing um Uh, my sister was trying to kind of hook us up before that. And I really, yeah. And uh, I just ran into her and I mean, we kind of knew each other growing up. She went to Makoka. She was three years younger, but we hadn't hung out a whole lot and ran into her at a golf outing. So
0: really. So did your, did she, um, work at the same school as your sister? Uh, no, she was,
1: uh, an ICU nurse at that time. Um, she uh, ran into my sister at the pool and my sister got talking to her and then my sister had been after me to go on a date and I said I wasn't getting hooked up with anybody so uh, I tell my sister she didn't have any
0: part in it I just uh, met her on my own. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> have you taken her to the drive-in yet? I have not. I have to put that. I have to put that on the list. Yeah. Is that so? Sorry, I, I'm rambling now, but we'll wrap up. But the the drive-in is that is that a pretty cool thing? We don't, I think we have one out here, but we've never been my, my wife grew up in Davenport and has been there a couple times though. But
1: yeah, I'm, it's kind of like one of those things. It's like the caves you brought up. Like it's a cool thing and people come from a long ways to see it, but it's when you're in your hometown and you've done it so much, then you just kind of almost forget about it, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. True. I, I, I mean, I did that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I drive by it every day on the way home, but I just never really think about, and I think it's probably more people that have, you know, kids that are nine, ten, you know, and mm-hmm. and up a little bit. It's kind of fun to go out and watch a movie in your car. That's not something usual you get to do, I guess.
0: Yeah. What um so you're you have a, a daughter, correct? That's eighteen months? Yep. What is what is she into watching right now? I always uh, like to know what, you know, where they're at. Cause some, you know, what kids like to watch now.
1: Uh, she really likes watching on Netflix. There's this spirit. Uh, it's called spirit. It's like a show with a girl and some horses and her friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. So it's probably her favorite show. She's kind of just getting into where she'll actually watch something.
0: Yeah. Do, do you ever, do you ever like put something on and hopes that she watches it? Cause you want to watch it?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mostly put it on home and she watches it, so I just get a little break, yeah, <laughs> like oh, fifteen minutes of watching this <laughs> would
0: be great yeah. awesome well, what um I guess what do you do in your free time besides horses, and then I'll end it there I'm just
1: curious. Uh, yeah i uh I do some hunting I have some bird dogs, so go pheasant hunting and uh hang out with my my buddies and uh so that I have a few rental properties so that keeps me busy sometimes on the weekends working on those
0: yeah do you ever like so pheasant hunting that that's start that's a big deal right now correct like and turkey hunting too like that's uh, season yeah. starting to
1: be I yeah guess. pheasant season will open in uh, October so uh, okay I'll be uh doing some of that and uh there's usually not a ton of birds around where I'm at so I mostly get some walking in, but I got a buddy that's got a dog and uh, kind of a fun thing to do on the weekend.
0: But I love my life, man it's something to see, it's the kids and the dogs and you and me, it's the way it's alright, everything goes wrong, it's a sound of a slow, thanks again for listening to this episode of the let's talk wrestling podcast special thanks to my guest dane pate for taking the time to sit down and chat with me cover art created and designed by Kristen gill please feel free to rate comment and subscribe to this podcast you can also check me out on facebook twitter instagram and snapchat to hear more of my content and as always be sure to tune in to hear the next guest of the let's talk wrestling podcast Take care, and we will see you next time. It's a sign of a slow, slow song.